With us today is uh, Congressman Peter King, and uh, he is uh, the most knowledgeable guy I know about Long Island, New York State, and Homeland Security in Washington. Uh, good morning, Congressman King. How are you today? Hey, John. I'm, I'm doing great. It's been a great weekend. I'm, uh, again, always uh, look forward to talking to you and all your listeners. I heard uh, a day or so ago that you were mad as hell at something and, and about the, the migrants. Tell us, tell our audience uh, what, what you're upset about. Yeah, John, as you know, you and I have often discussed, immigrants are important to this country. Uh, you and I are descended from immigrants. You actually are an immigrant yourself, coming over here as a young boy. And the fact is, it's immigrants that make our country great. Having said that, it has to be done legally. That's number one. But number two, we have these immigrants who have come in the country illegally, who are now in New York, and they are living in hotels. The city is paying the expenses, putting up in good hotels, three meals a day, cell phones, showers, everything. And now they're complaining that, that the conditions aren't good enough because they're being transferred over to Brooklyn. And they're not being transferred out to, to let you know, uh, rich people come into the hotel. They're being transferred out so other immigrants can come in. But what they're getting in Brooklyn is also better than they w- would have ever gotten back home. They're still going to be getting their three meals a day, still have their transits at their uh, cell phones. And to me, it's really d- disgusting that people who are coming here, living off us, are complaining that they're not being treated well enough when they're getting treated better than many other people living in New York who are trying to survive day to day and you know, worry about not paying their rent, worry about being evicted, worry about not being able to uh, pay for their food. And these these migrants are getting everything and more. So to me, it's a whole attitude that's taken over in the country uh, now. You know, you know, this involves uh, illegal immigrants, but also people who feel that they're entitled to something. That you know, uh, that you're entitled to have a good living. You're entitled to uh, do well, rather than as to me, the immigrant mentality always was that you're entitled to have the opportunity to work hard. That's what you should be entitled to in this country, the opportunity to try to succeed, uh, no matter where you come from or who you are. But this whole idea that just coming here, even if it's illegally, makes you entitled, is it's it's bad, it's dangerous. And it also is another reflection of the failed immigration policy, where we find so much fentanyl coming into the country, where we find uh, uh, terrorists, you know, uh, people on the terrorist watch list coming into the country. You're finding communities overwhelmed where they can't, basically can't afford it anymore. Where is New York going to get the money? New York City is having a hard enough time paying its bills without having to put like billion dollars or more in, into paying for these illegal immigrants who then complain that they're not being treated well enough. President Biden was here the other day. I'm, I'm not sure that Mayor Adams was able to meet with him. I'm sure they did. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, if he's going to take in all these migrants, he's... Somebody has to pay. It's not look. It's not New York City's fault. It's it's the federal government's uh, made it happen. This is a national problem that New York has nothing to do with creating, and yet we're getting the brunt of it up here. Uh, well over forty thousand migrants coming into this city that came across illegally. They're being shipped up here, and we've had you know additional problems in the past when MS thirteen was coming in. This is a federal problem. It's a national problem, and it uh, requires a national response, which means at the, two things. One, to secure the border and stop this from happening. But then uh, secondly, or maybe firstly, is to give the money to the cities and states 
that are being overwhelmed and uh, have uh, caused such great expenditures because of these migrants coming in. And uh, it's I wish, though, that Mayor Adams had confronted President Biden more. And I, listen, I think uh, Eric Adams wants to do the right thing, and he has a balancing act he has to go through with the president and the governor. But the fact is, it's really, I think, it's time to confront uh, President Biden on this. When he was here the other day on the Gateway Project, which I support, I was a strong supporter of it in Congress. I did a lot to resurrect it at one time. So, but when he was here, the main issue he should have done, just like he you know, said he was going to go down to visit the border, he should have visited this hotel where the migrants are. So he'd see exactly the burden that this is imposing on New York and also to see how well these people are being treated despite all the complaining they do about it. So I think it was a missed opportunity. I wish they confronted the president on it more. I know that, again, it's a tough Tough act because you don't want to have your uh, other aid cut back or programs cut back by the president. But I think the time has come for the mayor and the governor to really lean on President Biden and go public. Uh, I mean, Mayor Adams has gone public to the extent that he's saying it's a national scandal or a national uh, problem. But that, if it's a national problem, then it's Joe Biden's problem because he's the president of the United States. I uh, I agree 110 uh, percent. And. The, the other problem I have, uh, uh, Peter, you know, I'm an immigrant. Your family was an immigrant. Uh, we had to work for everything, and I, I hope the people we're bringing in, uh, we have some kind of checks and balances, which it doesn't seem like there's any checks and balances. You not know, repeatedly, none at all. And you're right. I mean, immigrants, uh, you know, my, my family, going back to my grandparents, I've had cousins and others who come over here. All they ever wanted was the opportunity to try to get a job. Nobody guaranteed them a job. Nobody... I gave them, had a job waiting for them. They come over here looking for work, working hard. Uh, and my grandmother came, I think she was 16, when she came over here from Ireland. She worked as a maid, a housekeeper. I mean, it was, uh, again, and it was really, you know, the bottom up. And, that's and my, father, my father worked as a busboy, not even a waiter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and was the, it the Cipriani's he worked on? Where, where did he work? Where, uh, he worked in a up. famous restaurant in those days called Long Champs. Long Champs, that was it, right? Long Champs. Long Champs uh, for John Mitchell. They also owned Luchow's. And uh, uh, and he worked Monday through Friday at Long Champs on 42nd Street and Lexington Avenue. And then Saturdays and Sundays, because my father spoke fluent Italian, he'd go to Astoria and work the Italian restaurant Saturday and Sunday to earn a few dollars more. Seven days a week. You know, my father, when I was a kid, always had two and sometimes three jobs. I mean, it was just accepted. Nobody, uh, nobody complained. That was they were, in a way, happy that they had the opportunity to work. Obviously, it would have been great if they didn't have to work. But the fact is, they did work and they expected to work. And every family I knew, the people worked, and no, nobody expected nothing for nothing. I mean, that was basically uh, you went out and you worked. You did the work you had to do to support your family. And but this whole idea of getting a again your, your cell phone, the three meals a day in a hotel, you're living in a hotel and now going over to another facility where it's still going to get the three meals a day and still get the towers and everything else. And it's not good enough to me. Well, it's really a bad sign, a bad sign for the country. I agree. And I'm for the next, we had a minute left and for the next minute, I will say something. I will say that, that we cannot feed the entire world. Uh, Congressman, we can't feed all of South America. We can't feed all of Africa. I mean, there's got to be some checks and balances uh, of who's no, coming we, in. Exactly. We have yeah. our first obligation has to be to take care of our own people. 
first, and then as new people well, come in, do it in a, in a precise, you, orderly way. You are correct. Take care of our own people. How many poor do we have in America already that we should be helping out? I mean, we, why aren't we putting the poor in luxury hotels? Well, that's the same thing. You have people living in uh, second, third-rate housing who are citizens of this country, and then you have people coming in out of nowhere, and they end up in a, you know, a, uh, a top hotel getting fed. And also, then they complain about the food. The food isn't good enough for them. I mean, it's, this is insane. Now, let's take care of our own people. They, they, they need it. They deserve it. I agree 100%. Congressman Peter King, thank you so much for coming on this, uh, this Sunday morning, and we'll catch up again real soon. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Thank you.